Hello and welcome to Little Birdie's Sports Show of a Monday First Look. I'm your host, Nikki Sylvester. Joining me today is MG for the AFL Round 12 Review and we've got Top Rope for the NRL Round 13 Review. First Look is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped for the very best in men's grooming. I've got MG in the studio with me this morning. How are you? It's been a long time between drinks. I haven't seen you much this weekend. Oh, that hasn't been. <laughs> uh, good, Nikki. It's uh, it's been another big week, and uh, <laughs> I want to tell, including Top Rope, who'll be in uh, any second, that uh, Melbourne is clearly the sporting capital, probably not of Australia, anywhere else in the world. We can compete with the best, can't we? Oh, well, Melbourne was on fire over the weekend. On fire. Um, what do we have? We had Devin Haney, Cam Bosses, Dame Lillard flew in. He just thought, oh, I'll just do it impromptu. You know? Yes, little birdie was all over it. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got some photos, haven't we, of your weekend? Uh, it was quite. You're going to show. Oh, uh, uh, here we go. You know, I'll, I'll let you explain it, but Nikki uh, hosted the restaurant Chiconis that she uh, runs there in Flinders Lane. Top rope, you'll love this. That uh, she's been entertaining the uh, the new undisputed world champ in the lightweight uh, division. It was amazing. So on Friday night, we had all these entourage in, um, courtesy of Host Me VIP. They organised that for us. Um, do some work with them. And then on Saturday afternoon, they rang back and they said, we really enjoyed it. We want to bring the champ in. And I was like, well, and they said, we need a private room. I was just like, well, we've got to make this happen. We've got to make it happen. And we made it happen. And he was amazing. He was really nice. He was really polite. They were wonderful. And um, and then he won. So, you know, a little bit of risotto, some steaks and oh some caprese God. salad. And you, you know, you're the undisputed champion of the world. No, in, no invite, Top Rope. No, I missed the invite there, uh, MG, and I will be honest, uh, Nick, uh, you know, they, they uh, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure that Melbourne is the sporting capital of the world, despite the claims are the same, but there is absolutely no question who the sporting queen of the world is, Nicoletta Sylvester. <laughs> I, 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 as we know, I, I, I know your husband, Jason, well, I think he's putting out a missing persons report after the weekend. You've been to that many things looking for, uh, looking for you. It's... Uh, um, uh, it looked like a, look, it looked like a hell of a weekend. But Had I must to take say, you to the boxing there. <laughs> oh, then boxing, we're at the MCG in a box. <laughs> Aussie rules doesn't stop. But I, I, look, I am disappointed. I, I uh, we had a, a great opportunity. This is a punting show. We can talk about going to sport. We like this. Is a, the, uh, the chance you had to novel to novel Haney and give us an absolute morale on the other bloke <laughs> would have been something else. So, you know, I, I, I don't know why we couldn't have just slipped a little bit of Valium in. We couldn't have done something in there. Would have been absolutely delicious for the uh, for the punters. I mean, I had a few people texting me, are we poisoning him or what? And I was like, <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But I did tell you that what he did say to me on Saturday was that um, – I said, you know, have you enjoyed your time down under? And he said, yep, it was great. And he said, well, we're coming back because we've scheduled for two fights. So I just said, I told that to MG and I said, well, you read that into what you will. <laughs> but the only one with their rematch clause was Cambosis. I'm not saying the fight was fixed, but. Oh, let's not get into too much trouble. <laughs> It's good not, not, good not, not a boxing fight. There wouldn't be something untoward about boxing. Would it? <laughs> <laughs> it's good information, Top Rope. I don't know why you're complaining. You didn't make it down to the fight, but you certainly made out well with the with the information that uh, he was well fed on the Saturday night. And he was ready to go, and uh, I did. There's was, no better uh, feed in Melbourne than Chaconis. And and from a betting point of view, just quietly, he was smashed off the map. One sixty five oh. in. I think he started less than one, about one fifty five at least. So. Um, Yes, the uh, the top rope news I think travelled well for the boxing, and it was a, a very easy watch. Um, the beers were going down well, but he was never in doubt. He had the fight controlled from the outset. Yeah. 
Um, his his uh, left jab was unbelievable mm. and Cambosis, uh, every time he went to throw a punch, Nicky, uh, no one there. Yeah, I think um, Haney just really matched him. He knew where his um, shots were coming from. He had the speed. And you, even though Cambosis was through a lot, not a lot of them landed, I don't think. And um, by yeah. the end of it, yeah, Haney's fitness and probably just those that youth, that the advantage that he's got on Cambosis. Yeah, it just... Yeah, yeah. like a few in this office, top rope, swinging for air, Cambosis. He was swinging for air. <laughs> you got to um, move to Melbourne, top rope. Yeah, just a quiet crowd, top rope too. Um, your combined NRL this week wouldn't have reached the 40,000 that we got at the boxing. So considering was, the uh, standard of some of the games, I'll, I'll actually come up <laughs> with an argument for you there. No, nah, no. Nah. Looking, looking forward to the rematch, and yep. uh, we'll get an invite. Hopefully, top rope for the uh, the next visit when Haney comes down and he uh, he uh, wets a pallet at um, at Nikki's restaurant. There, I think. Just, just loosening the shoulders. I could I could take or leave the invite to the fight, but I definitely want the invite to Chicone's. That's what I'm counting. on. All right, let's get to it. So there was plenty sport. Um, and this morning, uh, top rope. I know you won't be that happy with this one, but um, Minwoo Lee's sister. She won the U.S. Open. Minji, that's amazing. Absolute superstar. Just the third, the third Aussie uh, woman to win the uh, US Women's Open. Uh, absolutely dominated. Yeah, look, I was on, I was on Mina Harrigan at two hundred to one, but she was well beaten. So, uh, no disputing the winner. She was absolutely outstanding. She was in a class of her own, Minji, and uh, massive breakthrough win there. Uh, we claiming the richest ever purse uh, in women's golf. The US Women's Open uh, doubled in prize money this year, up to ten million dollars. So. Uh, huge, huge payday for uh, yeah, it's going to empower the men's uh, the men's US Open now. So uh, it was a, a huge win for her and uh, a massive payday, and good for her. It was a great day for Australian golf. I listened to Friday's podcast with OB, and I heard you boys talking about um, Iga Swiatek, and she won, didn't it? Didn't she? Yeah, she won uh, the French yeah. Open, um, number one player in the world, one of thirty fifth uh, consecutive match. Yeah, well. So uh, she was a very uh, prohibitive favourite uh, going in, and it's her second French Open. She won in 2020 as well. So she has the most dominant win streak now of the uh, 2000s era, mm. um, going past both the Williams sisters. So, yeah, 35 consecutive wins. Mm-hmm. So unbelievable performance, but uh, none better than uh, Nadal. my favourite man, top rope. I, <laughs> the Rafa Nadal show, seriously, on clay. <clears throat> uh, I've, I've known top rope for a couple of years now on these podcasts. I just don't understand the opposition, uh, especially in the in the betting space. Yep. Uh, I'm still exactly. getting over last week, Topper, but I, I just can't for the life of me figure out that you could get two to one Ruffin Nadal against Djokovic in the quarterfinal. But, but that's just got to be based on age, doesn't it? Like age and injury because it can't be on performance they because he's wrong. unbeaten. And, like he's just so good on clay. How do you? They got it wrong. And yep. uh, he went on and absolutely destroyed the semifinal and final. This guy is untouchable on clay. He's won his 14th Grand Slam. I think the next best top rope is Djokovic has won nine Australian Opens, so that's how dominant he is. He's yeah. now two clear on 22 grand slams. Amazing. Um, astonishing. You know, it's absolutely astonishing. It's like one of the great – like I know the French Open probably doesn't hold the the, the kind of uh, kudos out here that it does, but, you know, it's obviously one of the four grand slams. And for one player, it 14 times. Uh yeah, absolutely one of the most remarkable feats in sporting history, surely. And I, I, I don't, I'm not a tennis guy. I don't, I don't follow tennis at all. But how he started any longer than a dollar fifty going into the tournament seems ridiculous. Well, as I said, just that one match was unbelievable against Djokovic. Um, and you know, news come out in his press conference afterwards that he was, uh, he had injections in his mm-hmm. foot to nerve the uh, numb the nerve um, for him to even play top rope. So. He says he's more unlikely than likely for Wimbledon now just because he doesn't want to go through the mm-hmm. pain of the, uh, the injection. So that just puts a, 
another uh, aspect onto the win of how devastating it was. And he, he crushed last night like the poor guy Rudd in the in the final. He never stood a chance, unfortunately. So, yeah, wish a few of the Australian tennis players top rope would have a bit more of the heart of Rafa Nadal, I think, when they play the game. Yeah, I, um, I, I do, like I said, I'm not a big tennis follower, but heart doesn't seem like it's uh, in huge abundance in Australian men's tennis in particular. <laughs> <laughs> and what do we got um, downstairs? The boys are the boys are watching it at the moment, aren't they? They're um, game two for the NBA. Yeah, so Boston's, uh, well, I'm not going to say they stole it in game one, but uh, got uh, the Warriors had it under control yeah. game one and then uh, Boston, unbelievable last quarter. So they get the away win, they're 1-0 up, and, yeah, the uh, series continues. So make sure you check the boys out on the uh, on the podcast there. Yeah, I think they said, um, what have they tipped? They said if Golden State don't win today, that's it. They said that it'll just be Boston from now, I think. Well, they lose both at home. I mean, teams have come back from from two zero down. Uh, it obviously makes it hard. But Golden State Warriors are a professional side and stuff. So yeah, we'll see what happens going forward. Ooh, we want it to be a contested one. Mm. All right. And what did we? Yeah, yesterday we had some AFL. We checked it out. That wasn't a bad game, given that not my team. But um, <laughs> I didn't mind that actually. I'm going to say that wasn't too bad. You know, to watch a team that you don't like, or two teams you don't particularly rate and like. That was all right. I thought it was good footy. Lucky she was sitting in a box again, top rope. She's lucky. We were at the boxing, not even going to the footy, and someone rings up and says someone's pulled out of uh, of the uh, suite at the MCG. If you guys want to go and uh, partake, there's uh, alcohol and food there for you. So, which was lucky because it absolutely pissed down. Oh, but from, so went, you guys went, went, went to sweet the... to sweet, did you? Sweet Eddie out for the boxing, all up sweet at uh, MCG for the AFL. Is that right? That, they don't call us the LB3 dream team for nothing, okay? <laughs> All right? Jeez, <laughs> that's so odd. We'll have merchandise out shortly, I think, top oh. row for that. The amount of events Nikki goes to. But, um, yeah, no, it was, it was an average game, Nikki. Like, um, you know, in terms of uh, obviously the weather had a part, but yep. uh, at least it was close and it was exciting. We had a few Hawthorne people with us as well as Collingwood. So, uh, Well, we it, had one crazy Collingwood. and then made, made for good theatre on the day. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll get into the round 12 uh, games. Yeah, we'll have a look. We'll Nikki. put those graphs up and we'll read through the results. Okay, so Geelong beat Western Bulldogs 83 to 70. Adelaide beat the West Coast 88 to 57. Gold Coast beat the Kangaroos 109 to 47. Sydney beat Melbourne in the upset of the round. Here we go, 73 to 61. Collingwood beat the Hawthorne 72 to 68. And Fremantle took care of Brisbane 99 to 85, denying Brisbane the rights to go to the top of the ladder. Yeah, so the, we went into the week with uh, three strong games mm-hmm. that we were uh, really looking forward to watching. And then there were three ordinary ones. So the three, I, I guess, lesser like games, they all won with the favourites, even though Collingwood just fell in yep. um, with the 72. Uh, but the, of the big games, um, there was a big betting drift. The Bulldogs were smashed off the map, really. Yep. Um, swapped the favourites there, and Geelong held firm, got a big win against the Bulldogs. Um, Sydney in the upset of Melbourne, so now Melbourne have lost two, two. in a row. So it's kind of opened up the season, which mm. we'll go through shortly with a premiership betting. Um, but that was an unbelievable win to come down in the uh, MCG yep. and beat Melbourne. Very good win. And also Frio, um, mm. again, unfortunately, uh, I tipped Brisbane massive in the in, in the game. That was my only tip for the week, actually. And got the betting part right. They actually went from uh, plus six outsiders yep. to... Uh, five or six point favourites in the end. I think they definitely started five point favourites. Needed Brisbane, a few more goals, didn't you? Yeah, they started well, Brisbane, and then Frio put the, the sword to them. So unbelievable win! They've now beaten Melbourne and Brisbane, the top two sides in the last two weeks. So and what do they get? They get five back too. Yeah, five to come back. So um, with a with a pretty comfortable draw, Freeman will definitely be looking for a top four spot. So Ooh. yeah, it's a good week of footy, really. Okay, awesome. We might have a quick look at the uh, week top results. So the three out of six faves won. 
one out of six covers, uh, one out of six over totals and three out of six home teams. And for the season, we're sitting at 69% on the faves, 52% on the covers, 54% on over totals and 58% of the home teams. Wow. That was low for the covers and the overs, wasn't it? Yeah, not much scoring. Weather, weather, weather played a part in obviously the Collingwood Hawthorne game. Um, there was a few games shut down afterwards, but yeah, not much scoring. But there was there was some good football played. Um, so with uh, obviously the bye week, so yeah. we've only got six to choose from, but we had a couple of good games. Yeah, and if we just have a look at the uh, AFL Stings result, as you said, you really just went hard on the Brisbane, and um, sadly that did not get over the line for you. And it is hard in the bye round, especially um, with some pretty average games, but. Yeah, hard to find mm-hmm. a bet. I only yeah. come up with one. Actually, bet it the week before. I just thought Brisbane should have started favourites in the game. Um, they end up did start in favourite, but as I said, they got off to a good start and just couldn't uh, couldn't overcome Freo away. So disappointing. Zero for one for the week. All right. So we might just have a quick look towards Thursday night's game. So we've got Richmond taking on Port Adelaide at the MCG seven twenty. Early betting suggests Richmond head to head a dollar thirty five. Port Adelaide looks to be three twenty five, and approximate line is about eighteen and a half. MG, what are your early thoughts here? Yeah, um, not a bad game. Uh, two teams that we're expected to probably make the finals. Mm-hmm. They're just sitting outside at 10, uh, 10th and 12th at the moment, both coming off the bye. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of think, uh, you know, this will be a good game. Like They're both in form. They yep. had very slow starts to the season. So Richmond have won four out of the last five and Port have won five out of the last six. So looking forward to this contest. Remember, it is on a Thursday night at mm-hmm. the MCG with the uh, the long weekend as yep. well. So even though I've only got six matches, Nikki, they're really spread out yeah, this spread week. Out. So yep. just making, uh, making sure I don't ever have a day off in the, <laughs> this football season, unfortunately. But um, just from a betting point of view, it's early markets. We'll get it more established as the week goes on. But I, personally, I think even though I'm, um, you know, being declared on this show by Scooty that I'm a fan <laughs> boy of the Richmond football side, I actually think Port would be the early tip in this game at the cool. plus 18 and a half. I just think uh, – I don't think there's that much between them. I know Port have got to travel to the MCG. Um, but, yeah, 18 and a half looks a tad big for me at this stage. Okay, there we go. The early value plus 18 and a half for Port Adelaide. Now we're going to have a quick look at the premiership market that has been thrown a little bit open after the last couple of weeks. We've got Melbourne at 280, Brisbane at $6, Frio at 7, Geelong 950, Swans 11, Carlton 15, Richmond 15, St Kilda 16 and the Western Bulldogs at 26. MG. Yeah, see Melbourne just drift, uh, lost two in a row, so they got in as short as two forty, back out to mm-hmm. two eighty. Uh, the two big movers this week, obviously Frio into seven dollars and Sydney into eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it just opens up a little bit, and there's uh, besides Melbourne, there's now some competitive betting behind it. So, um, yeah, the bookies will be enjoying the last couple of weeks, I think. Oh, the bookies, the bookies go top sport. <laughs> All right, now if we just have a quick look at Brownlow and Coleman. Do you, are you still on your man or do you see any yeah, other um, movement? Yeah, quite weak. Obviously, there's only six matches, mm. so a few missed out with a buy and stuff like that. So as you can see, not too much has changed. The only one probably is Brayshaw. He was the yep. only one uh, on, on that front page that's probably yep. piled and maybe Miller as well. But, yeah, Brayshaw looks like he was at the top end of the market for votes this week. So, yeah, mm-hmm. nothing's really changed. So, yeah, I'm still keen uh, this stage on Neil and Oliver. But, um, yeah, Brayshaw with Frio success going well. Okay. And a uh, quick look at the Coleman. So you still got your big guns at the top here, yeah. Yeah, so Cameron's into 2.30. He obviously had six on the weekend, mm-hmm. so he's actually taken the lead by one over Kerno, who had the buy. So Kerno hasn't changed too much, and then there's just some uh, changing and shuffling between. But, yeah, as you can see now, it's starting to get really skinny at the top and a bit of a two-horse race with uh, I think they've got uh, five lead on the rest of the field. So, um, yeah, interesting betting there. All right. Yeah, thanks, MJ. If you are serious about your AFL punting, you do need AFL Stings. You can get that from $22 a week in the Little Birdie Live TV shop. AFL Stings, $22 a week. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with Nick Toprope Tedeschi and we'll have a quick chat about 
Origin on Wednesday. Welcome back to First Look, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport. Okay, we are going to have a quick look at the round 13 results in the NRL. Short round, obviously. North Queensland beat the Gold Coast 32 to 6. Penrith beat the Bulldogs 30 to 18. Manly took care of the Warriors 44 to 12. And Canberra beat the Chooks yesterday 22 to 16. Top rope, your thoughts on the week? Uh, miserable weekend. Miserable mm, weekend. Miserable. Four games, not much doing. No origin plays here. Look, you kind of know coming into these rounds, there's not much uh, doing. Uh, the round really got disappoint. Uh, Cowboys smashed the Titans, pressure building on Justin Holbrook up there at the Gold Coast. They lost 2-6 time after leading 6-0 against a, a Cowboys side missing four of their, four of their guns. Uh, Penrith uh, beat the Bulldogs 30-18. That was on the plus 10.5, a little flat. Uh, Penrith kicked the penalty goal with about five minutes to go after a moronic penalty from the Bulldogs. Uh yeah, it's been interim coaches getting sacked, but uh, Mick Potter might be on the on the chopping block soon. <laughs> he, he's uh, some of his decision making uh, leaves a bit to be desired. But anyway, uh, Manly way too good for the Warriors. Pressure really good on Nathan Brown. He's been told by the owners he'll see out the rest of the year, but he's unlikely to get an extension beyond that. So, uh, yeah, the, the Warriors just they they were forty four twelve flattered them. That's how bad they were on on, on Sunday night. So uh, they didn't shop at all. And the, the game of the week, uh, Raiders and Roosters. Raiders really got a deep, strong goal on defence. One without Jack White or Josh Papali, 22-16 over a Roosters side that really looked out of sorts yesterday. Was, I'm missing James Tedesco and Daniel Tupo but, and Lindsay Collins. But wow, we, uh, Luke Keary has regressed to become a very, very, very ordinary player. So, um I thought we would yeah, talk Jordan. about him today because I think it really yeah. just showed how he's just not coping at all, Kiri, at all. Yeah, he, he, the, he, the Kiri Walker partnership is just not working at all. So, I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. They're pretty invested in Walker uh, as a kind of long term proposition there. So, you know, there's been talk Kiri might be shuffled on. I'm not sure what will happen there, but the combination is just not working. Yeah, and it should have been much better because Joe Marnie was actually outstanding at fullback yesterday. He was, yeah. He was ridiculously good. So, uh, yeah, just, just looked very out of sync yesterday, which is unlike the Roosters. Yes, it's a week to forget for the Chooks. All right. Now, if we just, <laughs> we'll just have a look at the round 13 results. Uh, so we got three out of four faves, three out of four covers, two out of four over totals and three out of four home teams. And for the season where faves were sitting at 66%, covers at 51%, over totals 52% and the home teams at 61%. Can you take anything out of that weekend? Or as you say, it's just a bye weekend without Origin players and just move on. Just move on. Just move on and look towards Origin. It's a total forget round. These these rounds always are. It's kind of good that they've kind of pushed those into to, to two pretty clear rounds where the players aren't there. And uh, these are just complete forget rounds. Okay. And um, if we just look at the GGO weight uh, bets for the week, uh, what do we have? So we had one loss and one win. And as you say, that was that was a pretty bad, bad beat yesterday for Manly. Yeah, that was... Um, they, they, they kind of was the title ran close in the end. It looked like it was going to sail over early, and then there was a real kind of stodgy period after the second half, but a lot of points late in the game. So uh, that one sailed over the total. The Bulldogs Panthers never really looked like going under the total. The, the Panthers were just having their way with the Bulldogs, to be honest. And yeah, it was a real embarrassment for the Bulldogs. Parents were missing six six of their best players, and you know, Canterbury essentially lost to a New Zealand's Cup to them. So uh, a very poor effort there. Okay, Neil, as you say, we're going to go straight to Origin Wednesday night. Don't hate me because I'm going to be there. 
So Wednesday night, uh, <laughs> 8.10pm at Accor Stadium, uh, the Blues are $1.58, Queensland two forty two. I cannot believe those prices. The line is a flat four and the over-unders 36 and a half. Top rope, tell me how you see it. Yeah, I, I'm going to be Queensland at a plus four and a two dollars forty two. I, I think they're, they're kind of crazy prices. I think I look at the team selections. I think Billy Slater has New South Wales boot. Yeah, there was not a lot of fear with Paul Green coaching the Queensland side. There was a you know, an obvious talent disparity there. Uh, Freddie, Freddie did or Freddie does, and and, and obviously had like Tom Trevojevic and Tom Mitchell's disposal, but yeah. Where, where, where New South Wales kind of get a bit spooked by Queensland is when they kind of have a real uniting figure at running the show and, yeah, someone who can kind of, you know, yeah, extract more out of the sum of the part, more out of the hole than the sum of the parts. So uh, Slater is absolutely that kind of figure. Yeah, and all of a sudden Daniel Tupo has been brought in for um, for Josh Adakar. We're seeing, you know, Jake Trebojevic being dropped after. You know, he's certainly playing better this year than he was last year, so. You know, I, I, you kind of go across the field. There aren't too many areas New South Wales have a clear advantage at. So um, I'm I'm pretty confident that plus four, first opening games are historically usually very, very close. And I'd be more than happy to have the plus four. I think the $2.42 is a red up there. Yeah, I think the two forty two is a good price. And obviously Queen uh, New South Wales are just favourites because the game's in Sydney. Um, do you think the New South Wales centres will dominate? Like do you think? That's where if they're going to win it, they're going to win it out of the centre. And we had a bit of a chat with some friends over the week and they just think that's where they'll dominate, but you don't think so at all. No, I think I think that's that's a real weak, real area of weakness. There's talk today that Stephen Crichton will actually come and start and Jack White will start off the bench. But Katoni Staggs has you know, certainly kind of improved as he has gone on, but he is you know, a, a defensive concern. And uh, you know, Crichton will be switching sides most likely if he goes over to the left. So he has played on the left before it. Yeah, he, he has been playing on the right most of the year, so it, it, it's you know, a fair bit of concern. I, I think the three quarters are real, a real area of weakness for, for New South Wales, and, and I think we we will see. Yeah, the Brisbane three quarters, uh, and, and the centres I know Holmes hasn't played centre Origin level before. He's been truly a very good Origin player, he's had a nice year for the Cowboys, and Dan Gagai has just always been one of the the, the better players for uh, for Queensland. So, yeah, I, I think that. Yeah, Queensland hold a big advantage. And I think if New South Wales are going to win, it's really going to come down to to, to, to James Tedesco and Nathan Cleary's kicking game. That's where the Blues can, can you know, really get on top of Queensland. And we're going to have a quick look at the Premiership market here. Penrith, 250. The Storm at 360. Parramatta, 10. Roosters, 12. North Queensland, 15. Broncos, 16. Cronulla, 16. South Sydney, 34. And Canberra, 41. Is it just Penrith so far and above Melbourne? Uh, no, I don't think Penrith so far above Melbourne. Penrith had a very good run with injuries. This year, uh, Melbourne, of course, missing a couple of key players. I, I reckon there's a, a struck match between them. Yeah, I've been on this, this wagon all year, so it, yeah, it's gonna be a little late for me to get off it. But I, I think Melbourne are, are certainly value at the 360. You know, if they enter the if they enter the finals with with, with Ryan Pappenhausen, you know, Harry Grant fully healthy, you know, the, the Jerome Hughes back, uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, there's gonna be nothing. Yeah, yeah. if you if the grand final was tomorrow, both teams fully fit, it's Don I take your pick. So. Um, I think the, the value there is with Melbourne. Gee, home the Melbourne boys. All right, punters, if you are serious about your NRL punting, you do need GGOA and you can get that from $22 a week in the Little Birdie TV shop. GGOA, $22 a week. Okay, MG, back to you. 
Okay, charity time here, Nikki, and you're excited this week. <laughs> you've held up the fort with your victory, so we'll put up uh, week 13's results. As you can see, top rope and I have missed. So uh, the Lions plus six and a half, hang my hat on uh, all through there and missed. Uh, you got the Hawks up. You were there cheering home plus 13 and a half, so you got that result in a close match. They lost the game, but uh, only by four points, and uh, top rope missed with the Titans plus six and a half. So... For week 14, Nikki, we'll kick off with you for Sids and Kids. You are now at five and eight for the year and moved up to second spot above top rope. He's not happy camper at the moment. So what are you tipping this week, AFL or NRL? Um, AFL, and I'm going um, against the Bombers, uh, So, <laughs> <laughs> which is not out. Carlton minus 22 and a half. Okay, it sounds like a pretty good formula going against your side in the AFL. Minus 22 and a half for <laughs> Nikki on Carlton and top rope. What do we got in the uh, NRL this week? I'm going to go at the Raiders plus six and a half at the Broncos. Okay, Raiders plus six and a half for top rope. And myself, I'm going to, uh, in the AFL, I'm going to kick off with the first match. Port Adelaide plus 18 and a half at the line there. So they are our early Monday predictions for our charities. Thanks, MG and Top Rope. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of First Look. Follow us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. Follow us at Little Birdie TV, Twitter and Insta. I'll be sure to post a few things from Origin. Remember, all your footy betting action is at topsport.com.au. We'll be here next Monday. Don't forget to join OB with the boys on Friday. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you.